0: What's up, weirdos, rejects, and free spirits? Welcome back to another episode of Coven of Rejects. I'm your host, Gemini. As always, sit back, clutch your crystals, and let's get into some crazy spiritual shit. This week's guest is my best friend, Ryan, and of all the things that we discussed, we did not tell you guys about Team Psychic Vagina, which is also the name of this episode, so I have to explain to you guys. So we forever have had our little coven, Ryan's kids, her, and I, and it's just been our our little coven, and we've always just known shit that's going to happen. We always know the things about each other. I'm always telling her stuff that her kid's up to that she doesn't realize. And so we have called ourselves Team Psychic Vagina for years. And so when something comes into fruition that we said was going to happen, we'll be like TPV baby team sidekick vagina. And so that is the name of this episode. So that kind of explains to you the friendship dynamic as well. So without further ado, here is this week's episode. I am really excited to be interviewing with you. It has been a long time coming. I feel like we, I wanted to have you on the podcast when I first was starting it. Mm-hmm. And you've been like, okay, well, like, it, it, we'll eventually do it. We'll do it. I don't know if, like, I'm your thing. Like, I don't have followers. I'm not a... I don't know. But I feel like we've been friends so long that I've seen, like, the progression and done it with you of, like, you honing in on your gifts and you talking to yourself when not talking <laughs> to yourself. And so um, I want other people to hear that, too, because you have researched and done everything completely on your own and we've done it together and I feel like that's something special that I want to share
1: okay (laughs) ask away
0: what do you need to know well I guess so for me I remember a story that you were telling me about when you were first married and your husband found your tarot
1: cards That was terrible.
0: So what happened with that? And then wasn't there something about Jamaica, like you weren't able to travel with your cards or something? Were you going somewhere and you weren't able to take your
1: cards? No, I was hiding them. Oh, okay. I want to hear. Okay. So originally I got married and I was always following this path. I was always into crystals, always into rocks, and I found these cat tarot cards. Now admittedly i was young and cat tarot cards were like oh my god i also had a crystal grid that i was using i was really good at reading you throw the crystals it's kind of like bones and then you read them it was very cool anyway um so when i got married i took my hope chest which is not full of my trousseau as it were but it had all of my crap in it right so um but i had tarot cards in there and my husband kind of was like those are evil And I talked to my mom, and those are, like, of the devil. They're a state. Now, obviously, clearly, my husband is very religious. Right. Or not, like, super following the religion, but, like, the Bible is the thing. So I just didn't want to have a war over it. So I got rid of him. I told my mom, and my mom was highly affronted. She immediately hated all of these people, which was terrible, but I don't really spend a lot of time with my mom, so I was like, eh, whatever. Um, And I got to know his mom, and she's all right. She's a little... Jesus crazy, which is fine. It's just kind of over the top for me. Um, But, you know, fast forward my life and we took a vacation. We took a cruise to the Caribbean. Jamaica was one of the stops. Um, But I had put my, I had since then had found my path again and had tarot cards. And I took the smaller of the decks with me because I didn't want to be without them just in case. Um, of course, now at this point, I'm still basically hiding this shit from my husband. Um, and so he, I t- pulled him out of my bag and he's like, actually, no, I was, we were going somewhere and I put them in my travel bag and he goes, you might not want to take those with you if they, if we get wet. And I was like, oh, I didn't know you knew they were there. And he was like, yeah, I go, okay, well, this is a really good time to tell you that I am following this path and I am done being worried about you, your mom and your God. And he's like, I was just waiting for you to tell me. And that's where we went. I feel
0: like that line, you get told a lot. I was just waiting for you to tell me. And you're like, okay. I
1: He's lying. He <laughs> threw his teeth. It's fine. <laughs> I get it. It's his way of being accepting. And that's fine. I'm not going to challenge you, Ryan. And here you are. I I like that. And I like that
0: I feel like I've watched the acceptance, too, of what you do. Like him absorbing. And you're, the way that you... How would I say this? I guess the way that you talk about your craft and like he gives you gifts now for your like craft and your jars and your your whatever's for your magic room. And I think that's cool because I think that that incorporates his energy into what you do, too, because a lot of the spell workings and things that you do, I feel like you do for your family and your home. So I think that him putting his energy and intentions positively into what you're doing is good.
1: Yes, he often buys, like when he'll buy whiskey or wine, he'll pick the really cool bottles so that I can have them. Um, And he has, there's no fucks given when I pull out a jar and I'm just like putting it aside and and cleaning it. No one in my family even blinks an eye. I have like this pile in the kitchen that's just drying jars so that I can take them to my sacred space. And nobody even thinks about it. When I save random eggshells, they're like, what are you doing? My husband, he still bats an eye. He's like, uh, I'm like it's all my business. Don't worry about it. And Mind he's like, your business. He's like, okay, no big deal. And you know, before he knows it, they're whisked away and he never sees them again.
0: I like that you put a freezing jar in your kitchen and you're like, and I peed in that jar and I put a, you know, a pentacle on it. And I
1: said, do not go in there. Well, to be fair, it was in the downstairs freezer because I didn't want it to be highly trafficked. But they we do use the downstairs, but it's sort of like the you know cold pantry or whatever. Yeah. I just they found it and they're just asking questions. I was like, no, no. Is that's... that your prison style basement? It is my prison style basement, yes. Is that where your house spirit resides? Yes, actually.
0: Can you tell me about your house spirit? Because first of all, Kyle, my uh for those of you that don't know, that's my little brother. That is so let me let me tell you real quick, let me pause and give you the breakdown on who Ryan is. So Um, Ryan is my best friend. I twin flame like we are. Yeah. She is my twin flame. Twin flames do not have to be a romantic relationship, obviously. (laughs) Um, But she is also my son's godmother. So um, when my little brother was, I guess, what, second, third, fourth? Yeah, right in there. Very little. He was playing baseball with Ryan's son, Connor, and they became very close friends. And Ryan's daughter, Elise clung to me as her big sister and she was my pumpkin spice (laughs) and um, I don't know it was pumpkin spice and she I she would call me something but I don't remember but she was pumpkin spice and so I still mail her letters as pumpkin spice (laughs) and anyways um, then I started babysitting I was their intern Um, you and your husband were realtors and we have just stayed close ever since then and done our magical practice together. Um, So anyways, my brother Kyle had gone over to her house to visit his best friend Connor um, after Kyle got out of the Navy and came here with Ryan's fucking house spirit. And so I'm like, hey, uh, so Kyle brought a visitor with him, by the way, found out that Kyle thinks I'm a devil worshiper. So that's fucking interesting. Um, By the way, he wears like a Norse anchor. Yeah. On his person, and he has, like, Viking wristbands. And I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. so you practice Norse magic. You believe in in Norse magic, but I'm a devil work. I, I
1: got you. Nope, pr- That's not witchcraft. You're good. To be fair to Kyle, I think that he resonates with that because of being a uh, sailor. Okay. You're still oh. invoking the same
0: fucking energy you're wanting to be saved Fact. in the water. Fact.
1: Absolutely. I just, for him, it might just be separate in his head. So so the house spirit's name is, <laughs> is like, let me get back
0: to the fucking right? house. Spirit. I don't know
1: whatever. The <laughs> house spirit's name is Angert and I didn't know we had Angert until so my son, my middle son Declan used to live downstairs in the basement. And the whole basement is not a prison basement, just the bathroom. So. <laughs> it's super <laughs> tiny um and made of concrete. But the bedroom it has two there's two bedrooms in there and a kitchen and um like a pool table downstairs so it's not a it's all where my books and stuff are. Also, happens to be where it houses my sacred space. Just saying. Um, but Angert lived in the closet in Declan's room, and I don't know why his name is Angert. I don't know anything about this particular spirit except that he loves to fuck with Sean, which is hilarious for the rest of us. Sean is her husband. Sean is my husband. He has been nameless up
0: till now because I didn't know if Sean wanted me to utter his name. But here we are. <laughs>
1: I don't know that Sean's going to listen to this, so it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> but um, so Ingrid will, like, float through the house. He pretty much just screws with Declan's stuff and moves it around. But then Declan moved out, and then no one was down there. So then he kind of floated upstairs. So my daughter lives on the third floor. And so he kind of floated upstairs and was just moving her stuff around for a little while. And then Declan came home one afternoon or one day or whatever it was. And uh, we're all standing in the living room, and all of a sudden this the guitar we just have in the corner strummed. Just for no particular reason. And we all turned and looked at it. And Sean, my very non metaphysical believing husband, goes, Oh, Declan must have bumped that. And we all looked at Declan and the guitar, because the guitar is on the floor. And Declan is damn near six feet tall. So, yeah, that didn't happen. We just kind of all went, Okay, sure. And everybody looked at me. And I just, you know, you give that sign of never mind, just let it go. It's fine. So, but we haven't really heard much from Angert. In the sense, I think he kind of just drifts around now and hangs out. Everything's very jumbled at my house now with the daughter leaving, and both the sons are home now. And um, the husband works downstairs. I'm pretty sure Angert's like, "I'm getting out of here," which is why he hitched a ride with Kyle. Yes, he he left.
0: I'm very clear. I've always I've always told you. I always have spirits coming. I'm always messaging you. Like, <laughs> homie is here hanging out. I don't know what he wants. He's I I. I do not know. know. I don't know. Um, And I'm very... You are welcome to be here hanging out. Don't fuck with me. Because I'm being nice and whatever. I don't... You know, you're on your journey too. Um, But I... I, You have to leave when Kyle leaves. I don't want your... No. Because the mental image that I have of Ingert is Ingert sprinting and your dog's chasing him. And then stopping and then laughing and sprinting back the other way. Like I get a very... I'm gonna fuck with you and...
1: Yeah, that happens, actually, a lot. My, all, We'll just be sitting there watching TV, and nothing will be happening. There will be zero noises, and all of a sudden, the dogs will run to the kitchen, barking. And I can't tell you how very fucking annoying that is when you're watching TV. And then they run back the other direction, because it's like a giant circle in my house. They just kind of go around a circle a couple times, and we just kind of all look at him like, what the hell is happening? And it didn't occur to me that it was anger until you mentioned that the last time we talked. Yeah. I'm like, oh. So now I'm like, fucking knock it off. I'm trying to watch TV.
0: I'm trying to quietly veg and, but that's, I feel like that's what, and we were talking about this earlier. We tend to attract spirits and spirit
1: guides that are very sarcastic (laughs) and are full of fuckery. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Sarcastic and full of fuckery. That's an excellent way to put
0: that. So something that, and I've mentioned this before when I've talked to people, um, I, I, it was one interview and I can't remember who the person was, but. I was talking about how even before you were recognizing the Morgan, you were seeing crows everywhere. And it was always a thing and you're like, there are three crows on my window today and they won't stop squawking. And they followed me to my car and always, they're always following you, looking at you, and then suddenly you realized. And also you knew that you were working with, not working with, you knew that there was a, a goddess that kind of shadowed you and would talk to you but you didn't have a name. Yes. She told me to call her Lou. She told I remember she told you to call her Lou. Yes. And I I don't remember the details of you
1: realizing that it was the Morrigan. Um well, it's kind of one of those things where you sort of know but you don't think you're worthy, right? Yeah. So, um she's huge. She's uh, she's a lot of people's person and or deity or whatever. And, uh, you know, you hear about the Morgan and she has these very specific set of rules and she's want, you know, she's going to put you through all these trials. And I'm like, I do not want that. I do not like rules. Well, I do, but I don't like them in my practice and I don't, I want to be able to have the freedom. And I was afraid that if I acknowledged and incorporated her that I would have to follow these specific rules and she would be all like, here's all these problems you need to deal with right now. And I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. So I just never did any of that. I allowed her to be her. And she was she was faint. She wasn't, like, fully present like she is now. Um, she was there. She let me know she was there. But she really it was more my God was really more present. Also, don't have a name for him. We just call him the horned one. And then I make fun of him for being horny. So there's that. But, again, with the whole sarcastic and fuckery deal. Um, so, and then we were talking about it, I don't know, a couple months ago, maybe, um, where you were just positive it was her and I just finally acknowledged I'm like here okay is this you are we done with the lube bit? and so there I got a super positive answer for all of that so now we just acknowledge each other I still do not follow all the rules or whatever it is everybody else is constantly telling me that they must follow for these things to be fair, I do not do ritualistic magic to the point like high ritualistic. Ma- I haven't even looked into that. I do my own thing. I have my own rituals, and she is good to go.
0: See, but that's what I love, and that's what that's what I agree with with how deity work would work for me. Is the way that you and you've been very clear when we've talked, you know, this weekend and hanging out. I don't ask for anything. I am not. I am not seeking you out. I. I am here for um the guidance that you are freely giving me but you have made yourself apparent to me to work with me and this is how I do my craft and um
1: I like that about your experience I, I I actually incorporate that in a lot of my life. I need my life to be comfortable for me. I like to be happy. I don't want I'm done trying to make everyone else happy and I incorporate that into my practice. So if you're my deity and you want to hang out, I am happy. Like, I, I called on her to help with a specific problem I had going on, and she's she's quite happy to be the bendful bitch, and I'm good with that. Um, and at this point, there hasn't been a lot of gotta pay me back for this kind of thing. I have asked her to, you know, if I can do something to honor you in a specific way that you would like, I'm happy to do that. It has to fall within the boundaries that I have set for myself, though. I don't want to be subservient or beholden to my deities and be unhappy
0: I don't like the narrative of you have to serve a deity which is and I've always been open about that and you and I talk about that too yeah I and and you have that same energy of I don't I'm not going to do what you are specifically asking me to do and if intimidating and threatening that if I don't do these things this will be the outcome or that I will be scorned is not how I would want to have a practice.
1: So I don't think that, I mean, how do I, how do I arrange that? I don't think that they do that. I think that some people need those types of things. And I think that each deity, all right, so to back up a little bit, I'm pretty sure that the all is just everywhere and everybody has these different gods this is a little bit of background about this for me. I believe that everybody has all these different gods that kind of mean the same thing, right? So you have Venus and you have Aphrodite and then you have whatever the equivalent is in China and Buddhism. Um, I think they're all just kind of the one, but each type of person needs a specific. Some of us just need those things. They need specific names. They need guidance in a specific way. And so we kind of, I think that's how they all came to be is that we just kind of created them and they are what we need. Um, I mean, that's. It's super deep and we could get into that, not today, but, um, so in that, I, I think that everybody has the one that they need. Now,
0: do you, okay, so here's a question. So do you think that the deities are in fact made from people and people's energies or do you think that these are actual, like, I believe that they are actual like creatures and energies that there were that
1: stay? I absolutely believe that they were physical beings. Okay. Um I believe that energy is energy and physical beings just because they aren't physically on this plane right now does not mean they don't exist. You're talking to a medium. So <laughs> Right, exactly. So um I just think they're all over the place. There's that's why everybody you could have deities from all different pantheons because they are actual things they're actual energy whether that energy was a physical being on this plane or was something that was manifested by a person who needed that specific type yeah that's just where I'm at with that and I I think it morphs and changes that's why everybody can you can work with the Morrigan in many different ways it doesn't have to be the way that I am doing it. it doesn't have to be the way that someone else does it my daughter she doesn't know it yet but the Morrigan is hers and she's a very rigid rule follower when it comes to her practice
0: I wonder if she's going to keep up her practice right now. She's not even drinking
1: coffee. (laughs) Doubtful. Very, very (laughs) doubtful. But I think that she needs to be wayward for a little while. And that she will eventually find her practice, her way back when she finds herself.
0: Well, she's 18 right now. And she has... She is very spiritually gifted herself and very <laughs> able to see and feel as we know and um, is very in tune with energies and I think that I think that she will be similar with me on her journey of learning hard lessons quickly back to back to back because you can say whatever you want and she's still going to do
1: it. Yes, I agree. I think that she is extremely sensitive and powerful in her own right and follow along a different path than I have. Um, However, to be fair with that, had I had mentoring and and someone along my path when I was younger, I might have learned to not ignore things. (laughs) Would you
0: have? Because you have a spirit team who shouts at you and,
1: and screams at you
0: and says things and you're like, I will not. Fine.
1: Fine. Fine. Okay. But yeah, but that's now. Had I had someone to help me along the path, like when her person passed away yes. and he was showing up to her and she literally thought she was going insane. She had support. She had someone to go to and say, what the fuck is going on? And although she wouldn't hear me, she heard you. And she stopped being crazy. She stopped thinking she was crazy and needed to be committed.
0: It. I will say that the mediumship read that I did for her with him was fucking wild. And I was texting her and I wasn't even like, okay, so first of all, he showed up at my house wearing plaid. And I told you he, I was like, I've had this person here for over a week wearing a plaid sweater. Like, I don't know what they want. And, um, this is driving me nuts. And then you reached out to me about her and I talked to her and I was like, Oh, so it turns out that, uh, she had had his, sweater so the thing the the outfit that I was seeing she physically had he showed up and was talking to her um specifically about sunflowers which was like their thing which I you know Mm -hmm. um just so many different things just all back to back to back and just her
1: texts what the fuck what like (laughs) well Okay, so for your listeners, my daughter was physically seeing this person in her bathroom, in her car, in her bedroom. And it was freaking her out because she thought she was literally losing her mind. So her
0: her boyfriend, without giving all of that information, passed away in a tragic way and unexpectedly. And so, yes, and she was physically... I mean, he was popping up in her back seat while she was driving, writing messages on her bathroom yeah. mirror.
1: So, yes, I think that... Um, had I had someone to support that and, and help me grow that, my guides wouldn't need to scream and shout at me now. I might actually be able to hear them without the knock upside the head. You purse your lips, but maybe, <laughs> maybe, you don't know, maybe. But, okay.
0: But we are here
1: now, and well, this is what they know do what now. Well, what they
0: say this weekend is that you, Ryan,
1: are subtle. <laughs> I am not in any way, shape, or form subtle. But it's good that people think that
0: <laughs> she yesterday she's like, "I'm subtle, you guys, you may not believe it, but I'm subtle that's right and it is my that is opposite, but fine yes, well,
1: <laughs> us redheads um subtlety is not really a thing, so I don't. <laughs> I don't
0: know. No, it was, and I told you, it was awesome going witchy shopping with you yesterday. Yes.
1: Because
0: I was just watching the faces of the girls behind the <laughs> counter, not knowing what to do with your fireball, being like, no, not interested in that, but I want this one. Mm, do you have this? And they were just looking at you like, uh, you're like, I don't need a bag. I'm fine. She's, um. Oh, Just didn't know how to hop back from the routine because you were
1: here to fuck I, shit up. I am not. I just, I'm just me. And to be... I, people, people everywhere have that same, either you love me or you instantly hate me. I am a, a force of nature all on my own. And when I am on a mission to intuitively shop, I do not need your energy in my bubble. And it that's just my bubble. And it's funny that you say that. Cause I don't really pay attention. I just, these are the things that I want and you are just there to give me this. I'm nice. I know. But when you, so after you <laughs> shocked said girl
0: and with just your I don't want a bag. Right. Um, Which, it's not rude. You're just, I don't... I don't need one. I don't need one. Um, And then we walked over and you had realized that there were still figurines and you were looking at them. She was looking at you, like, looking (laughs) at your back like, what the fuck? and it didn't look rude it just she just I, she didn't know what to do with that energy and so I think that's funny because that is my happy place I know where you stand I know what we're doing you are leading me on the next adventure we can go places everybody gets a compliment when you walk by them I like
1: your hair hey I like your dress today I'm a nice person I there's no there's no shame in my game like if I had a We walked past that poor woman in the restaurant. She had her whole family with her, and I literally just stopped and was like, I totally love your hair. I know. Her whole face lit up. It's awesome to watch people absorb that energy. Maybe they needed that. Maybe I just... And see, now I hear my guides, and maybe that was just one of those things I don't hear consciously. Maybe it's a subconscious thing. I feel that if someone has great shoes, they need to know that I think they have great shoes. I like that. I liked the guy who was
0: trying to pick out his beer and said, oh voted best beer in the world and you're like excuse me what beer is the voted the best beer in the world and he's like that one
1: i don't want that but thank you (laughs) well i need to know these things what i mean if you're gonna be open out it's a freaking grocery store man whatever what
0: magical books have you been reading like you are always before you were even like i'm into witchy shit You believed in fairies and you were like, fairies are real. Why wouldn't they be real? Gnomes are real. They're all real. Um, So what, and then you were reading fairyland books, books full of fairies all the time. So
1: I'm a fantasy reader. I read because it's not reality. I mean, at least not our current reality, which is great. I love that. I believe in all of those things. I believe that they were real at one point. Um, I believe they're probably still real and just not currently in this timeline because we don't physically see them. But that doesn't mean they're not here. I, shit goes missing. People see things, you know, but I don't also believe that the fairies are tiny little people who live in my pocket either. So what do you believe about the fairies? I, that's sort of, I I think in pictures. So I believe that they're, you know, I probably shapeshifters. They have magic. The fairies are the holders of the magic originally, I believe. And so, um, they could probably appear small. So if you had a tiny little house outside and they wanted to fit in it, they could. They'd probably be a little pissed off. That's all plastic furniture that doesn't leave the floor. But, you know, whatever. Um, you got to leave them offerings that are
0: removable when you
1: put it in. Sure. If you... I, I uh, haven't decided whether or not I want to work with them. I make a place for them in my space. They're not welcome in my house. They can hang out in the yard. Um, but
0: you think that if you gave them little offerings that it would be you like invoking them wanting to work with them yes okay. i think
1: that um you know all fairy tales all rumor all of those warnings they come from someplace and like one of the biggest ones with fae is you don't say your don't say thank you and um if i'm gonna leave someone a gift that's kind of a thank you i didn't realize that you shouldn't say thank you yes it makes them feel now, again, this is the lore. This is not... I believe the fucking lore, so tell me. All right. <laughs> so the lore is that if you say thank you, it's a way that they think that you owe them now. Because you've they've done something, so you've said thank you, and now you owe them. And who the fuck wants to owe the fae anything? Not I. Not I. Speaking of that,
0: I was thinking about that show. What was that show called that we watched where, okay, so because I'm researching Baba Yaga mm-hmm. for the Dark Goddess, yes. by the way... I don't know how the fuck she's a dark goddess. We're going to have to get into that on Patreon because <laughs> she's an ogress. And oh. nowhere have I seen magic yet or there is alluding to like riding a kettle or so Baba a Yaga,
1: in my memory is um she helps you get retribution on the men who have wronged you. And that's where her magic comes in.
0: Okay, so far in my research that is
1: not a thing. I'll have to get into that. Now I have to
0: research that part. Okay. Um but anyways, what was that? Was it Lost Girl? It was it was Lost Girl.
1: Yeah. She was a succubus.
0: Yes. Yes. Lost Girl. Okay. Well I have to I have to rewatch that show because that's on my mind and I hope it's still on Netflix. If you guys haven't watched Lost Girl, it's amazing. I loved it. It was a great show. Anyways, she was Faye. That just came to my mind. Yes. Um I imagine fairies like Smurfs. I mean, not blue and little, (laughs) but just in the aspect of being able to go into another dimension that is right there, just hidden from Mm -hmm. our dimension. And I believe that they can do the same kind of inward, outward, being able to look through and see what we're doing and we can't see. So I believe that they're able to see when people are putting up little houses and being inviting and see where their safe area is to set up their little portal.
1: Well, you know, along with the lore is that they're not exactly nice. They are tricksters and they find the loopholes and theoretically they can't lie to you. But I really think that's out. I think that's um, someone took that a little too specific. I don't think that they can't lie. I think that they uh, just don't tell you all the truth. So it's not like lying or maybe they don't tell you the whole truth. I don't know. I really I don't think they can't lie. That's just where I'm at. There's this, one of my favorites on TikTok, and I cannot remember her name, but she has a master's in folklore, and that's one of her biggest things. Anyway, she has all the information. And, I want her on the podcast. And Faye is a category of different creatures. She has, and she's, I like the way she explains those things. My first ever, like, seeing
0: fairies that I remember is Labyrinth when Hoggle is shooting them out front and yeah. Sarah
1: picks it up and is like, It bit me. And he's like, What do you expect fairies to do? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, they're often depicted as mean little shits, depending on the fairy, of course. Yes. So I thought they'd do nice things like granting wishes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe. I do I wouldn't ask a fairy to grant a wish. Good God, like I want my leg? Maybe my blood? I don't I'm not giving my blow away. I don't know, but
0: see, this is where I think that it almost, I don't want to say dangerous, but I think that this is where taking like magic and fairies and things like that and putting them into movies and twisting things ends up being like, I don't want to say unsafe, but I just think that if you are telling people how to work with certain energies and that you can do certain things and you can't. And like Peter Pan, that all the fairies are just there to assist you, to give you whatever hopes and dreams you have and help you see the world, however it is that you want in your imagination. Sure. I just believe that then later on in life when you get spiritual, you're trying to fucking invoke crazy
1: fairy magic and shit. I think that much like the uh, violence, and not that I'm against guns, because I'm not. But much like that, we've been desensitized to all the violence. Car crashes and blood and guts and gore and all that stuff. And So we think we can handle it. But if you're truly faced with it, you cannot. It's not the same. So m- they do the same thing with the magic and the fairies. And they depict it how you want to see it. Hence, sparkly vampires.
0: Sparkly vampires. But in movies like The Craft and like other movies where they were actually doing... like. They were doing actual fucking spells, yes, and we're gonna make this so realistic that and people died on sets, and people were seriously injured and crazy
1: shit, sure, happened. but unless you backtrack unless you look that shit up, you don't know that that happened. They don't put that out there exactly,, yeah.
0: but it's okay to use it's okay to use it in whatever way you want to for entertainment, but then to shun the people who do it in real life because what the fuck
1: well, that's uh. It's like selling a Ouija board without giving all the disclaimers.
0: (laughs) Listen, I don't
1: fucks with the Ouija. I've never fucked
0: with the Ouija board. I feel like I am... I have worked very hard to be in control of the energies that come through on my frequencies. Yes. And I leave myself open in a way to receiving messages and things because I... I like the random visitor, mm-hmm. and I like the occasional "Hey, I need help with this." And I am do not have just bullshit people anymore that like come through and whatever. And I feel like Ouija boards are opening you up, saying whatever's gonna come here, you are welcome. Can you give me an answer? And also, you are not using. This is just my opinion, of course. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that I would be using my energy and my gift and my filter system with a Ouija board, I would be relying on this foreign object to pull energy through, if that makes sense. Like I'm going to be using a tool that I've never used before to invoke energy in a way that I never have and trust that it's going to be positive. I, also, I can just talk to the spirit because I'm me. So, so I'm
1: confused. For people like you, that would be, it would be silly for you to use a Ouija board because you can just... Hey, what's up? (laughs) Um, So someone like me who needs, I need to make my brain busy doing something else to able to hear. So I often hear my guides much more loudly if I have a deck of cards in my hand and I've tried to, and I've done some meditation, I can hear them way more clearly when that's happening.
0: So something interesting in that book of spirit communications that I was reading today. Yes. One of the things that they were talking about is deep breathing for trancing Mm -hmm. um and I wonder and I don't know how this would work for people who don't naturally like feel inclined to it but the theory what the suggestion was was sitting down with your breath and working on breathing in from the bottom of your stomach and then having it fill going up and paying attention to that Mm -hmm. and then blowing out from up to down and reversing that Mm -hmm. and then whatnot. And once you feel that you're, you've got your breathing in control that way. And they said that it could take a while to be able to do that. I noticed that I can do that. Um, but they said to close your eyes and imagine that you are trying to raise your frequency. Mm -hmm. So you have like a bank lock in front of you Mm -hmm. and you turn it to the number one and you sit there and you do your breath and you think about how, what you are hearing, what you are smelling, what you're feeling, and you sit with that for a minute and then you go up to the number two and the goal is to end up going up to the number 10. And they said that it can make people very uncomfortable while they're doing it Mm -hmm. and that you have to work up to it. But that once you're able to get to a number 10 with that, that you're actually on a frequency to be able to pull through spirit. I never make it that
1: far. <laughs> do you already do an exercise like that? So um, since since a very, 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 very long, I'm old, so a long time ago, um, I have always practiced, so I wanted to get into meditation. I was probably, I don't know, 10 or 11 at this point. But I breathe from my toes, and I picture scooping up all the negativity up to my head, and then blowing it out. And I do that, and I start with one leg, and then I go to the next leg, and then I go to my arms, and I do that. And I, I don't – I used to be able to make it all the way through my – to my back and my belly, but then nowadays, before I get very far, I'm, I am – I have visions and feel like I'm falling asleep. And So, so do you, have
0: you ever done that with the specific thing of I want to try and – like pull spirit like does that does that or I don't okay so for me I don't know how it is for somebody else Mm -hmm. who doesn't automatically have that because (laughs) I'm just like oh you want to it's this um and so I I'm actually intrigued on if you are able to tap into that if you try
1: so hmm, I don't like to be overwhelmed so generally speaking I wear grounding rocks and I ask for protection I don't want someone else's energy when I'm ready for someone else's energy then I have to put forth that in my space in my personal space and say, okay I'm ready I need to receive this energy um but it makes me very uncomfortable to do that I don't like other people's energy (laughs) it it's uh it's a lot it's a very very lot and I used to um before protection, I used to fall into other people's energy very quickly.
0: I don't know why you said protection, and I thought condoms, and I thought you were going to tell me
1: a story, and I don't... I only practice sex magic with my husband, so there's <laughs> that. <laughs> um, but, um, no, it takes me a minute, and I, I only ever do it in my sacred space because it's the only place I feel safe enough to open up entirely um, because I am protected in there. Um, and I only receive the energy that... And the messages and the visions that are in there. And if I don't do it regularly, then it's harder. I have to do it. I have to practice it. It's hence the practice word, right? Yeah. I practice my witchcraft. So, um, However, when they're really, really insistent that I go do those things, there's lots of things that lead me downstairs to go past my sacred space. It's like, hey, go in here. Hey, you need to go downstairs. Hey, you need this. Hey, you need, and I'm walking past my door like six times. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, I get it. I'm going. So then I have to go get my keys and then go downstairs. But then I, I was telling you this before, I lose time. Like I'll go in there in the morning and I won't come out until seven o'clock at night. And I'm like, oh my God, I now have to pee. I'm starving. Holy crap. But I'm rejuvenated and I feel good and duh.
0: (laughs) <laughs> and you do your magic intuitively too so uh, yes so when it but do you so how much research do you put into things what kind of research do you do do you go like I did yesterday where I bought a berry and was like don't know why but I have to buy this and then I was like I need to use this in my money bowl and then come to find out this berry is linked to success and I needed it right That's okay so
1: that's because you're open and you hear things. You hear people. My spirit guides are like, here, let me knock you on the head with this big fucking boulder because that's how my people work, right? Um, well, or rather that's how I work because they are not, they don't need to be quite that loud except that I can't hear. So, you know, that's how that works. Um, I do my magic intuitively. Wait the fuck on. <laughs> hold, hold, Okay. hold your titties. Um, your
0: people, you talk to your people. Oh, Yes. All the time. So, what do you mean? You do hear them. Listen, you know what this reminds me of? No. This reminds me of solitary witches. (laughs) Let me tell you guys about this. So, yesterday, I'm talking to Ryan, and she is like, let me tell you about this Facebook group, too. And she's like, it's supposed to be for solitary witches. And these people, they're just, like, posting in there. And they're just, like, saying stuff.
1: And... Okay, wait. It's not like that. Okay. They're they're asking questions I think they should already have answers to. That's my problem. The comment that you made was, why the
0: fuck are you... We're supposed to be solitary witches. Be solitary. (laughs) And I'm like, so if they were solitary in this Facebook group, nobody would be talking. So what do you want them to post about? I'm controversial. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I loved it. It's just the... It's just so you, the, uh... They don't talk to me. And then... Yeah, so I'm
1: always talking to them. My husband okay, thinks I'm okay. talking to myself. So here's the thing, I, I, it's an intuitive thing. So if I'm sitting around the house or I'm in the shower and all of a sudden I'm start, I'm humming and I'm singing and and I'm like, okay, so yes, I'm receiving these messages. I'm open to doing that. Um, do I realize that that's what's happening? Not until after, like I'm talking to, I'm talking to myself. My husband's like, what? I'm like, I, I, I'm not saying anything. What? What are you talking about? And then I have to re- realize I did in fact say something. But see, my husband and I are really connected. So sometimes I won't say it. I will be just thinking, having a conversation. Oh and he'll be like, did you just, what? And I'm like, I wasn't talking to you. I don't, I don't know what, you know, whatever. Yes. He's becoming more accepting and he doesn't question it. The kids don't question it. Um, and, and again, being here with you is different than hanging out with my people where I'm guarded and I'm like, I don't want you to not love me, which is completely stupid. And yes, shadow work, totally working on that. Not the point. Um, But with you, there's none of that. You guys are open about it. It's a constant conversation. So your house is open to that. It's an inviting thing. It's not weird energy that I don't have to protect against. Okay, can we talk about this? Yeah.
0: The fucking energy in my house? (laughs) What the fuck? First of all, my... Okay, so for those of you that... Because I don't talk about how it used to be with my practice and my marriage. Okay. Okay. And I, who else, who the fuck other guest would I be talking about this? I I I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but when I was opening up about practicing and we were, we were working on this and I was starting to do circles and I was learning, I learned that my husband's family was that he was raised Wiccan and I didn't know that. And so he was raised that you have to do things maybe this is why i'm so fucking rebellious now (laughs) he was raised you have to do a b c and d this is the way you do it they had gone to men's retreats they'd invoked um elements they he'd had whole experiences and so for him you had to do it this specific way and so he would be like you're not doing that right why are you doing that and i'm like i'm doing it my way fuck off and it it caused a lot of frustration for me and um it it was very annoying. It was like banging rocks together because don't tell me what to do. And, and him being like, I just don't want you to do it wrong. And then now where we are now is at this point, I fucking read your thoughts. You read my thoughts. Uh, Crazy shit happens. I always know things. Um, You know, it, it is what it is. And so he's like super accepting now. And we talk about stuff in the house and, uh, my father-in-law gave me the Gaia and mm-hmm. the Pan statue, and now I'm having my own Pan experience. And he, <laughs> yesterday, was, God damn. So, I know I've always been like, I don't have a, okay, so we can talk about this too. I've always been like, I don't have a deity, I don't fucking know, but I've always known that I... She has
1: always had them, she just refuses to acknowledge them. Let's be very clear about this.
0: <laughs> I have always had a god and goddess, and I've always had a horned god, but I haven't known who it is really dived into it. Um, I don't want to fucking serve you. I am not your bitch. And, um, when my father-in-law handed me his little statue of pan and said that I could put it on my altar, I was like, holy fuck, this is who I always see. And then he gave me a Pan book, and now Pan won't leave me the fuck alone.
1: (laughs) It's really cool to watch, just in case you're wondering. It's very cool
0: to see. And so this morning, my husband was um, putting something down, and it was being set down on top of the Pan book. And I hear, wait, 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 don't fucking put that on me. And so I was like, oh, Pan does not like you setting that down on his book. And my husband's like, oh, my bad and ended up actually having... what he said was fuck off pan but fuck whatever. off pan that's what it was <laughs> and we like had like a minute like a little talk about yeah. it real quick and was like everybody was like yeah fuck you pan and
1: moved on moved on and... so that's what I'm saying your space is open I, I just in and I already told you this but your energy in your life and in your person and with your relationship is way more flow now it's way more easy you guys are not I don't know, maybe it's because you're not newlyweds anymore. Maybe that's what it is. But you're more accepting of each other and your different ways and who you are. And your husband is no longer I mean, he's watching your practice work, he's watching it succeed, and he's going, it doesn't have to be that way. You know what he fucking
0: told me? Nope. He, <laughs>
1: he <laughs>
0: nope. He told me recently. Um, somebody had said something to him about um, is it gonna bother you if your wife's the sugar mama or something like that? <laughs> and um I go, well, you're going to also have to work. Like, I, no matter what happens in life, like, I will never just support you. He's like, absolutely. You can just introduce me as this is my sugar baby. He spends all my money and drives my really nice cars. And Excellent. I said, I just want to be very clear that there will never be a fucking time that that happens. <laughs> Your bum ass will fucking work. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will not. I'll put you on my payroll. You can do shit. But you will not just be spending money frivolously that belongs to me. Thank you. Oh well, you're lame.
1: It would no, be awesome to do something I, I totally love and support my people and yes, my husband. That's just be like awesome. If you run my
0: business, yeah. but he is doing something, yes. he is not just spending your money if, if he yeah, is but he's working for me. Listen, I need you to do more around here than eat potato chips and sling a good dick. All right. And like, clean
1: the house and the dishes because my ass is working. you, mm-hmm. you are the service. None of that
0: was included in the yeah. package that I was given. <laughs> I Truth. I expect that to me, this means my house is fucking dirty. My kids are not taken care of. I'm doing all this shit and balance. providing. You got to figure out the balance. Correct. The yep. balance is going to be that he will not be spending my money and driving my cars. Got it. Got it. <laughs> yes. I will just come visit and do that for you. That'll, yes, it'll be fine. That's
1: fine because you <laughs> don't have to put you don't have to put the work in. I also don't actually need to spend your money, but I, you know, if you get nice cars, I could drive them for you. No, but I there's always been this thing because you told me when
0: I was very young that when you won the lottery, your people you have it set out that your people will get certain amounts of money, yes. and so I have always when I have a certain success and I have a number in my mind, mm-hmm. I have amounts that I will be giving people, people. that are in my world because
1: I. I think that people, and this is a, not a witchy thing, but I think people with money ought to fucking share. The world sucks, and it takes money to make it go around, and you sitting over there with hundreds of millions of dollars does no one any good. It's all about the
0: the energy of recycling and not staying stagnant, right? If well, I you're... also
1: yeah, I also think that people should work for their money. I don't think that it should be given freely. Just me be very clear about that. That's I'm not about giving you money so you can sit on your ass. That's not what I'm about. I agree with that. Um but
0: i also agree with if you have people in your world that have taken care of you yes in ways financially helping them out it helps take care of them yes absolutely so give that. return repeat give return repeat what do you see what do you see right now as you're watching other people's practices that you're like oh i'd like to incorporate that in or you have been incorporating that in is there anything so I really
1: like the way that I do my practice. Um, Tell me about it. <laughs> my practice, my practice is the same as it was when you when we first started. I still invoke all the elements. I, I know what your practice oh. is like. The people don't know. The people. The people want to know. So I, when I circle, I always circle when I go into my sacred space. My sacred space has dedicated rocks to me that associate with each element. I always call the elements first and I have fire is always the door holder. So they close and open and I do it backwards because when I sit in my circle, then my circle is closed. And when I'm done with my circle, my circle is open. So however you do that, that's how I do mine. Um, and then I have other things that associate with that. So like I collected spring water specifically for water on my altar. And, it, and when I'm doing a very specific spell work or I have something very important I need to do, then I put the um, the water on my altar. It doesn't stay there. Um, I have shelving in my space. So all of my elements have a specific shelf. Um, I'm not... I don't grow things because I don't have a green thumb, but I love herbs and I do create potions and oils, which I get from my online coven, which is super awesome. I love that they share and they, um, do all that. And so I incorporate those things in there. So like, I don't have, uh, recipes of my own per se, but I, when I do the research, when I need something, I do the research. And then I continue my practice and I do more meditation so that I can make the spell as strong as possible. And I always try to tie the spell into a power source that is not me because I do not want to be drained for the spell. And that way it's a reciprocating thing. The more that it's used in the energy, it returns, it recycles, it keeps itself going because that's what I need and less, And then if I don't need that, I put a time. Give an example of that. Um, okay, so for instance, I gave my son, um, my oldest son, needs help in the self-love direction um he's having a struggle coming back into civilization from his stint in the military and i wanted to help with that so i gave him i put together a sachet of um love um and some of it was romantic love but i want him to i incorporate it with my intention i am a very strong about intention i do a lot of work with my intention with intention building upon the pieces of the spell, of the physical components of the spell. So all of the herbs that I used were um, luck and abundance and prosperity and love and all of that to me incorporated into the self-love thing. I need him to abundantly love himself and gain prosperity in himself to be abundantly loving himself consistently. And so I tied that to um, earth magic. So that the, earth, because it's herbs, and herbs come from the earth, and my son is very earthy kind of kid. That's my, well he's not a kid, but that's my tie with him. That's well, yeah, how I, when
0: he ran away when he was in high school, he wanted to go hiking in the wilderness and be chased by bears.
1: Literally. Right. So um, I asked Earth to um, just imbue the herbs and to, when he wanted to use this, because I do not Force spell work on somebody. I told him what it was about. I told him what I did. And when he wanted to activate the spell, he needed to hold on to the herb satchet and ask Earth to please. Help him find his self-love. This is a personal journey. I was just there to help him. So he would ignite the spell with his request to Earth to do that. And then Earth would reciprocate. And it would recycle over and over each time he used it. So he would be imbuing his own personal energy in with the Earth. And it would work that way. It doesn't draw from me. It doesn't draw from my energy well. It was just the initial intention for that when he started the spell, it would give it its boost. That's I how I his best out.
0: friend Kyle thinks that's witchcraft.
1: probably but Connor did not speak about it to his friend I also created a whole love box for Connor I sent it to him Mm -hmm. because he was like wanting that and Mm -hmm. I told him I wrote down the spell that I created for him because I'm all about personal creativity part of my craft a huge part of my craft is creating things I create spells I create the different although there's a recipe for the oil and there's a recipe for the herbs that I'm using I put it all together with my own spin obviously because that's the person I am And when I create something for someone, like, I have created many things for Diana's children and herself. And um, when other people look at them, all they see is the protection that's imbued within the things that I have given her. Yep. Um, So, and all of that is tied, again, to the piece that's in it. It's my protection. I'm giving it to you, but it's protection granted from the elements because I work heavily with all of the elements. Some of them are a little slipperier than others, but when I need them, they come. Um... So anyway, so I circle and then, um, um, I have different things for the different elements like earth. I have a rose garden. So I have a bunch of dried rose petals that I have in a coconut bowl that I was given, um, for obviously for air, I have feathers from the crows who live always near me. And by the way, not having crows here is fucking weird. Like it doesn't work for my vibe. I don't understand what is happening i I feel
0: weird about not having squirrels our old house we had i've always had squirrels we've always been in the mountains we've had squirrels in my old yard we had squirrels everywhere i've ever been we've had squirrels and those are my buddies and i we have no fucking squirrels here also the stories i was reading about pan today he's got fucking squirrels and he's playing flutes yes it's very interesting
1: Yes, it's so fucking irritating. I do want to say that as I we were taught right after we were talking about that earlier today, I thought for sure I heard a crow outside. So even if they're not here, they're here, just because I am here, because that's how my life works. Anyway, um, and then um for fire, I I I have a really cool c- um citrine stone that I love. Um, I don't have a special carnelian stone that I love because it's currently dedicated to my friend and her. I have a specific bag of rocks that are yours and when I want to connect with you, you being Diana, I pull those out and I do that. That's cool. But, um, and so it's a really cool carnelian heart thing. Anyway, um, so, and then I just, and I have candles always. I love candles. I love fire and everybody's just sort of doing their own thing. I, uh. Yeah. So that's my craft. I do it all in my little sacred space. Now that's not true. I also go out to the river cause I love to work with the water. And when I circle with water outside, I cannot tell you how awesome it is to look at your circle and see the magic running in the circle. I mean, it's, it's, it's like a disruption in the forest. It is very cool to see the magic physically making your circle.
0: Yes. I loved circling in the woods but I love and I wanted to go to the river while you were here, but it's been rainy. We were yes. doing things. Like we did going that. to a million We only live four hours from each other, so why I don't we will get together more? Well Operation get Sean to not hate me and then I can visit <laughs> you. And then I can visit you. Or you could come when he's not home. Or I could do that. Or Operation get Sean to not hate me. Or Operation get Sean <laughs> to not hate you. Yes.
1: That's true. I think that he's just Um, Uncomfortable with the amount of energy that we produce together. Yes,
0: I think that most people are uncomfortable (laughs) by the amount of energy that we produce together. But also, I think that the that the friendship that you and I have is very different in its energy than has been experienced
1: by our spouses in the past. I agree with that. So that is well. I'm I'm no longer the only person you come to for advice or guidance or any of that you have grown immensely in our separation and have found your own tribe as it is and yourself yes and you depend and you hear yourself and you listen to yourself and you don't doubt and question and that has a lot to do with you know past trauma and shadow work and all that shit that you've been diligent about so
0: yeah i still got daddy
1: issues to heal
0: (laughs) (laughs) Some of those things just don't
1: get healed, my friend.
0: (laughs) I'm like, it's all healed. And then he's like, hey, I'm coming to town in two weeks.
1: And I was like, oh, I'm very nervous. I got more daddy issues to heal. (laughs) Yes, I am currently, I told my husband recently that he had to, I have to go do family things this week. And I told my husband he didn't have a choice. He needed to go because I need backup. And not so much as I need him to do any protection or anything like that. I just need to have my rock. Yes, I need my person. And my person is my rock when I need that. I need to know that somebody knows
0: my facial expressions when I need an out, that someone is thinking my thoughts and can pull me out of situations.
1: See, I don't need that. What I need to, what I need from mine is loyalty. I am super big on that. So when I say, Hey, uh, yeah, I'm over this. We're leaving now. He goes, cool. I, here's your purse. Let's go. And then walks. Yeah. And then he walks out. Yeah. I just need that. I need to know that my people have my back and I have, And that is a shadow work thing. I get that. But it's something I accept. And I I think that maybe shadow work is about accepting that. I accept that. I do not think
0: that that is a shadow work thing. I think that is a, you need supportive people and that is your supportive person.
1: My shadow work comes from doubting that I have people.
0: But you know that you have a person.
1: I do now. But but I wasn't always like that though. That's true. So, everybody has done growth, not just me. (laughs)
0: I agree with that. And I think that um, a big part of energies and relationships being different, too, is that both parties, both of our spouses, we kind of are on a
1: parallel Yes. Everyone has thing. grown. Yes. Everyone has grown. Uh, my husband is very, um, if not, hey, I want to join you on your path, he is not actively blocking me anymore. And we had a very, to coin too phrase, afraid, come to Jesus You know, back in 2012. And uh, a lot of things shifted in that moment. A lot of things became very um, apparent that needed to be important. And he discovered what was most important to him. And that made him change.
0: That was you. I remember when that was happening. Mm. And I remember him using Twilight talking to me about imprinting. And how I didn't know how real imprinting was and how you guys have imprinted. And um, I remember that. And then I remember the giant back tattoo and you guys getting back together. And I think it's just because you thought the tattoo was sexy.
1: Well, not just. I I didn't know about the (laughs) tattoo. What do you guys? Oh, really? Yeah, no, he went and got it in secret. I didn't know anything about it. He did it. Um, now, mind you, I do find ink sexy, so there is that. And he was against getting tattoos. I don't have any idea why he decided to get them. A huge tattoo, and yeah, it was not tiny. It's his entire upper back. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> um, isn't it a Celtic cross?
1: No. What it, is it? It is. So you can't see this, but um, it's a heart, and it's a but it's Celtic knots, and so the hearts are the leaves of the four leaf clover. That's what it is. And then it says. In Gaelic, because I'm not, not going to pronounce that. But the pulse of my heart is what it says from shoulder to shoulder. That's for you? Yes. And then the four-leaf. Oh, and I the four thought leaf... it was like a
0: family thing. Mm-mm. No, this was a. And the four-leaf
1: clover, it's, it's all green, except for one of the clovers is purple and green. And those are his and my colors. I am purple, he's green. He fucking manifested this, all of this. Yes. With fucking blood magic and with... going
0: and bleeding. Yes, he did. Ink. He
1: researched it. Got it printed in Gaelic on his person.
0: Sean, if you happen to listen to this, my friend, this is this is witchcraft.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs>
0: well, you this know. is not how to get Operation Sean to not hate me. This is not helping you, I don't think. No. No. I joke.
1: I don't think you do, actually. I don't. But if it makes you not hate me, it's a joke. <laughs> Nah, he's good. He's, uh, he has past issues to deal with, and it's some of its insecurity, and that's just something he has to funk it We've all fun- got fun-cus. an insecurity Focus on, in,
0: in a yeah. way. Um, I'm excited to see what's going to be going on next with your craft. I actually feel like, okay, so the readings that you were giving me the night that you, that we were first here, uh-huh. were, and this has been something, by the way so often for me of like needing to do something, being stagnant, needing to do something. I have felt that. um, And in my own ways, I've had reservations about sharing my gift as much as I think that Mm -hmm. it's great for everybody to, you know, when they share that they do it. But it, hearing and connecting with you and hearing about your spell work and things made me comfortable with the way that I do mine.
1: So my gift is, um, I don't know, just um, being able to intuitively know what people need. Um, I I don't want to say that I'm empathic, but so like if I sit down with a group of people and somebody's talking and I feel that they're maybe closed off or not being heard, I can open that path for them to have that conversation. And it's just really cool to see the light come on and see that they... Are happy to talk about this and all of a sudden everybody else just sort of like quiets down and they're hearing absorbing what this other person or whatever is going on in the group but they're hearing this thing um, I did it once I was in a pool hall and I was playing pool with my cousin's friend and this guy the door guy was totally absolutely interested um, is this the guy that your husband choked up against the wall no it is not okay her husband did that. <laughs> well, that was before he was my husband, and I'm awesome. So there's that. Um, but the guy I was playing pool with... Now, mind you, guy I'm playing pool with is just sort of a friends with benefits kind of deal. And the guy at the door, obviously, also wanted to be friends with benefits. And so that we're all clear, no, I was not a goody two-shoes, just in case there's any confusion with this story. Um, so he goes, the guy I'm playing pool with says... Oh, he's totally leaving. I said, no, he'll be right here. He's like, how do you know that? I'm like, look, there he comes. And he came and I said, he's going to ask me out. And he's like, you couldn't. He's like, hey, you want to go hang out? Bam. I am fucking awesome. Did you say yes? Of course I said yes. In front of the guy that you were already. Absolutely. I love you. That is because as a teenage person and growing up, I mean, I was all, okay, Also, I have known since I was 14 that my husband would be my husband and be my forever person. Yes. So. Which was very confusing for me. I'm sorry. Witnessing (laughs) this and being
0: like, that boy, I really like him. Ryan met her husband when she was 14. I'm going to have that one. And her husband told her no. And here, so yes, I chased boys that I, one boy that I thought was, you know.
1: Yes, but you also (laughs) were... You were smart enough to understand, well... No, we're, I wasn't. <laughs> okay, but when he didn't work out, you didn't close yourself off. You didn't just continue to chase him. No, you, there's many dicks in the sea. You've got to go fishing. You do have to go <laughs> fishing, but you found your one. I did. And he was not anywhere near the place where you were originally. Correct. Anyways, yes. continue. So, yes, I've known Sean was going to be mine since before, and I told him that. I stood on a parking block one night and was like, he said something i'm like that's okay i'll wait you were meant to be mine god made you for me and he totally was so freaked out he didn't call me for six months it was only six months though and yes i dated in between there so it's fine well duh but i've just celebrated my 25th anniversary
0: that's awesome yes it is
1: so anyway that's my gift my gift is just to know what people need um be it presents or yeah. So it cut us off. Yes.
0: I think it cut us off when we were telling the story about going present shopping and about the girl that we met. Oh,
1: well, so we must
0: tell that story. Yes. So we went witchy shopping yesterday and we were looking for a gift for my boss and we'd gone to a bunch of different stores. We didn't find what we, want, what we wanted. We did find altar items, which is fucking awesome. Um, yes. But we couldn't find gifts for her. And then we finally went to the Purple Lotus. That is in Nampa, Idaho. It's going to be my favorite place. The girl, Taylor, there is going to be on the podcast. And then Ryan had been looking for tarot cards all day. And you, we were trying out different decks. We wanted to get a deck for the Morrigan. So Diana was,
1: you. Diana was pulling up all these decks about crows and dragons. Because I'm absolutely obsessed with dragons currently. Um, and none of them. I've seen them before. And none of them really jived with me and i'm really just like a riot of color so i'm all about color and the decks need to have color but i'm not like acid trip color i don't want that (laughs) so we went and the purple Lotus taylor super knowledgeable about everything in the store happened to be a chick from the store that we tried to find originally but could not and was no longer in existence so again I don't believe in coincidence, so it just led us to where we needed to be. It is your new favorite store. She's going to be on the podcast. She's going to be on Patreon, maybe. And anyway, I found this deck. She, I was looking at this deck, um, the, A Murder of Crows. And she's like, I totally love that deck. It's my everyday deck. I brought it with me. Do you want to see it? And I'm like, absolutely, because I am all about touching and feeling and got to see the things, because some cards are not meant to be, even if they're cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so she pulls them out, and I'm like, oh, my God, can I touch these? And she's like, yes. And so these are black and white cards, completely different from any other deck that I own. And, yes, multiple decks. And I bought them all myself, in case anybody is curious about that. You do not have to be gifted your decks. Um. I think that's a fucking stupid rule i don't know who made that up maybe it was because back in the day they were not something so widely known and they were all like very specific and so you got them passed down from whatever anyway dumb shit i am all about whatever um anyway so i bought the deck because it was really important and then i did a bunch of readings for diana and they were all about her success and her moving forward but um, I really jive with this deck, and I was worried about that. So that's good. Yes, about success
0: and moving forward. Yes.
1: And you mentioned before you asked about books, and so I am not a huge reader of things that are realistic. <laughs> I like all of the fantasy witches, wizards, dragons, fae, whatever. I like all that kind of stuff because I believe in all of that. I was just wondering if you were reading current fairy tale fantasy books. Currently, I'm into what's called reverse harem. And for those who don't know, that's just a woman with multiple men. I got a sneeze. (laughs) Thank you. Continue. (laughs) And uh, most of these are, um, you know, forever loves. And you find your one that you bond with. And I'm all about the bond. Love the bond. Have one with my husband. Um, Do not want to share. I am not a sharer. Um, Also, I don't want to train that many men because, oh, God. But it's cool to read about. I like them. And they're always almost always about mythical things. Um, shifters of some kind, uh, magic, always magic because that's how you get the bond. Um, but yes, I'm always reading one of those or several of those. I am also currently reading two or three actual like educational type books. One is literally called witch. And then the other one is, um, a witch's name. And no, I do not know the authors of these things, but if it's needed, I can go, when I get home, I can give them to you and you can post them up somewhere.
0: I find it funny that people in your life try to catch little snippets of your book or, hey, can I read your book? Because you have that with your friend on your trip and my child is like, what book are you reading?
1: What's going on with the book? Can Can I read your text messages? Well, your kid's a little into. He's a little uh, intrusive, and he's seven or six, so that's just how that works out for them, though.
0: <laughs> she was sitting on the couch this morning, and she's like, are you reading my texts? And he's like, well, did he say yes? No, he just sort of hit his little smile and turned his head. And then continues to tell you what your text was.
1: Yeah, yeah out word loud. for word.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, so you who's been telling us, but I can't read... Not only can you read, you can silently read inside your noggin and then retain information and
1: repeat it back. You are fucking fine. What irritated me about that is he told us he couldn't read. And then this morning he's reading out loud like we don't, we're trying to sit quietly, drink coffee, read our books. And he's reading out loud next to me, which, okay, he's six, I get it. But now I know that you can read silently in your head. There will not be any more of that. I'm going to take him for two weeks, and we will not be having that. Yes, you guys, I will be kid-free
0: for two weeks. He is going with Mother Goose. That is what he calls her. And Sean is godfather. And uh, Uncle Declan and Uncle Connor. I just, I'm so excited for all of the, (laughs) not that he is not always surrounded by testosterone, because my husband and my father-in-law are both here and whatnot, but he will have different testosterone, (laughs) and he will be with the Russells, which are a, we're a clan. A clan, a defiant, <laughs> exciting, adventurous, sarcastic, smack you in your mouth. You say yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. Clan, and um, I can't wait. Also, feel free. I remember. I remember you giving your kids bathroom boot camp. Yes, and I would. You know camp. what? If he, if he comes back riding a bike, awesome. If he comes back doing spell work. Grand. If he comes back cleaning his own fucking bathroom, I I will give him a sticker and McDonald's because that's <laughs> McDonald's. all that he wants. He's like, I said, uh, do you want me to make you nuggets for lunch? And he said,
1: Yeah, I'd love McDonald's. No, no, I will make you dinosaur nuggets. Yes. Um. I also would like to put out there, um, please do not comment to Diana about me smacking people in the mouth. I I don't want to hear about it.
0: <laughs> don't, I, don't take it
1: personally. Yeah. No.
0: You do what works for your for your person, Um, if my child is going to repeatedly be looking at his godmother's phone and not respecting her boundaries and climbing on her person and being disrespectful and not (laughs) saying what um, he should be saying and doing what he should be doing and he gets a little pop in the mouth, um, that just is none of your business. (laughs) (laughs) And this is my podcast, so
1: So fuck off. Did you have any other magical questions you wanted to ask me?
0: Um, You know what? I... I, know. Do you see anything different that you want, are going to start incorporating into your craft? Well, oh, you did ask that already.
1: Um, you did not answer that part. No, I did not. Okay, so, all right. So I have this bad habit, right? My bad habit is that I know that I will be so invested in the thing, the next thing that I do that I always hesitate to do the next thing. For example, I have, I do cross stitch. It's a not magical thing. It's just cross stitch sewing. Um, And I'm making a stocking for for Elise, my daughter. Um, And I I designed the entire thing. It's a... um, Hang on a second. It's a... uh, Good God. Nightmare Before Christmas stocking. And I designed it all and I have it all out. But I haven't started it yet. And it is fully a six-month project, if not longer. Um, And I... I haven't started it because it is a long project so I have the same problem when I do when I want to incorporate um, magical things so in my online coven we have um, fluid condensers Um, and we have one she she has made them for each of the elements or something like that and I really want to get into that Um, do I know what they're for yet no do I think that they should be incorporated into my gift my craft absolutely I just don't know what for yet. You
0: What is... You don't I know what don't know is, yet. So you just know fluid condenser?
1: That's what she called... That's what they're
0: called, and I have... You don't know what they look like, smell like, nope. feel like, energy like? Nope. You just saw the word fluid condenser and thought... She I talks about them.
1: We have, we have online, you know, she what does... What are they for? Um, they are to replace... Like, if you don't have a specific herb or you don't have a specific oil, they're sort of to replace that. It's like sympathetic magic. I do a lot of sympathetic magic, which is where you... Substitute Um, with the next best thing. Right. Yes. So if I wanted to use fire but couldn't, I'm in a, you know, I don't have any matches or I don't have any candles, I could use a carnelian stone if I had one or something to me, if I had a keychain that had a sun on it, that would be sympathetic to the fire, sun, that would be a whole sympathetic magic like that. So the fluid condensers do that for you. I just haven't done that yet. Got you. And then she has one per element. Right. And I also am trying to incorporate um, sigils. She has a class. I haven't paid for it. I'm lazy. Yes, I know that. Um, but I caught this, uh, Not you. Uh, um, it's YouTube thing. I caught this video on YouTube about how to do it. So I did that Instead, yes, I took the lazy way out. It is what it is. I don't think it's lazy, regardless of how you research or where you research. You're yeah. still looking. You're still learning. That's how I feel about it. So um, so yes, sigils, I'm totally into the sigil thing. I tried petition writing for a while, but I'm not a super huge fan of that. However, on our witchy trips, I did get myself a, an, a glass quill and some dragon blood ink. So maybe I will go back. Maybe I'll write all my spells in that. Oh, that would be awesome. Anyway, there you are. That's how I do my magic. It just sort of intuitively happens like that. I also think that hoodoo magic is very cool. Yes, the practice of hoodoo is very awesome. Um, to be fair, I really just want to do the whole um, doll thing. And then, oh, I, I don't, well, that's not true. I don't want to only do that. I like think, a voodoo doll? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But um, I also believe that if I open up that bucket, then I'm open to subject to that bucket. Now, there mm. is witchcraft.
0: Okay, so without getting into, there are certain types of hoodoo that are only and like actual like only people who practice in a certain way can invoke certain energies. Yes. I'm not Yes. I know I know that. Okay. There are and I I just learned about this. I just watched um someone do this. There are clay voodoo like dolls mm-hmm. that you can make in witchcraft. And that you can write sigils on their bodies and you can put different oils and herbs and put them in jars and do like all kinds of shit. Yes. And that is interesting to me. And that, I don't know, I don't know, um, enough about the hoodoo energy sure. for me to want to make a fucking doll and be like, Hey, because for
1: all I know, I can be making a doll of myself. Right. Yes. <laughs> I haven't done any research into that. I just think the, the hoodoo thing is a very physical form of magic. It's very, yes. you physically do lots of things I'm for drawn that. to the blood. Right, we talked about that. Yes. Um, I haven't done a lot of research into that. I, I feel that blood is very, it's a very personal item. So um, much like I, you know, it just recently occurred to me, and I know everybody probably already knows this, but your teeth are bones, yes. right? And so we were kids, and I was watching, oh, it was the folk- folklore chick. She was all like, why are you giving your bones to the fae? Why are you doing that? Because the tooth fairy is a form of fae. So you give your teeth to these fae. And she's like, why would you be doing, giving them this direct connection to yourself? And I'm like, totally mind blown. Oh my God, what the fuck have I been doing? I'm glad we have
0: this conversation before. Mac- I would rather be like, Mac, I'm going to give you $5, hand me your tooth. We are not making packs with the fey. We're not making
1: packs with the fae, yes, yes. But imagine that, like... Are the fae, she says, most of the time that's not really happening. They're not coming and they're not grabbing that. But on the chance that your parents didn't grab your tooth and you didn't lose your tooth and it's not underneath your pillow or underneath your bed, the fae have taken your tooth and now they have this connection to you. What the fuck are they doing with this connection? There are so many cases of
0: people never finding their
1: tooth. So many. So many. Okay, so yes, that's sort of freaky to me. And I really had thought... Also, you and I share in common that
0: teeth freak us the fuck out. Yes! I have dreams about teeth falling out yes! other people's
1: teeth. Other... Oh, it's creepy. I hate yes. teeth. I hate them. Yes. I mean, I like to use them and all, but I just am not a fan of teeth in general. Mm-mm. No, it's bad. No.
0: Um. I also don't, I don't want to keep teeth. That is not my, what did you do with your kid's teeth?
1: So I put them under the pillow and I just threw them away. I didn't really. Okay, cool. I kept a couple. I think I have some of Connor's. Um. I don't know why though. Maybe you're going to use them in some kind of magic. So a lot of that happens to me. I have that all of my life. Like I will have things that I have kept and I don't know why I'm keeping them. Like I have zero use for them. I have never had a use for them. Like I bought this deck of tarot cards, which I thought were going to be awesome. I kind of just bought them. They were cheap, but it was whatever. And I got them. I'm like, I really i am not into these. I'm not feeling them. I don't like them. I don't like the pictures on them. So I just have them. And I imagine they're for someone else. The deck that
0: you gave me, the light deck that mm-hmm. is all that. did you get that for yourself and it didn't resonate? Nope,
1: oh, it was a gift for me. I liked them. I thought they were really cool, but they didn't have um, I I need the keywords to jog me so I can picture what the card's about. I can see the picture, but I need the keywords. So I need the ones with books. Um, but you were telling me that you were trying to learn them and you wanted to learn them and I thought, this is awesome. There's no book. They're random decks. I'm like, oh my God, these are for Diana.
0: They are. And they are um, super intuitive reading as well. Like, they're very good for learning because the pictures on the cards are exactly what the meaning is, basically. Okay. And um, in a very happy way, as opposed to the dark deck that we have. Mm. Is Are you hearing shrieking or is that just me? No, I hear it. Okay, great. I was like something's happening um the dark deck that we have is very um that is the god's deck yes and we are going to be ripping their heads off and (laughs) fucking them them. exactly my favorite uh so this is the dark deck by royo and um the king of pentacles is the best he is shown as like I guess he's like a skeleton demon. Yeah. Pounding a girl from the back and it is my favorite card of the entire deck. No wonder Pan is like, hey.
1: It is super sexual deck. Yeah. Every card is super sexual. And the
0: one you gave me is not. The one you gave me is totally pure and kind. I gave you both of them.
1: Well yes. But I mean <laughs> I mean the light one that you gave yes, me. Yes. The the light one is nothing like that. But I the, when I bought the dark one I was like I was just coming back into my craft and, um, well, physically I was doing all the meditating and all of that, sitting outside and doing all that. But when I came back into it and I wanted to buy tarot cards, um, and we had talked and you were like, oh my God, yes, that resonates with me. And I'm like, cool here. Look at these cards. I, and I and it's good thing I fucking know you because they are a weird set of cards to be given somebody
0: they're a weird set of cards and some have the words on them of what they are and the other ones have not just just have a roman numeral and you're like okay well based on this i can tell that this is wands (laughs)
1: yes so it's very it's very it's very different and uh leave it to the god to not be clear it's very not like hey go outside breathe three times turn around and come back in the house he's all like You should envision the clover and do the things. Unless he really wants something. He's like, sit down, fucking pick this card, and read it. Like, Okay, dude. I got it. I got you. Fine. I'm doing it. My bad. Anyway. Yes. So, anyway, I want to incorporate more sigils. Um,
0: Have you noticed how the candles that we lit for fire with our path to the witch's ball are just non-movement they're very very steady steady, almost like they're in their own space with the middle one being the tallest and the back one just flickered when we started talking about that and danced and there is no air in here this is a very stagnant room we cannot turn the ac (laughs) on or you will hear it so we are ryan is holding her hair up yes periodically trying to warm
1: yes i have a lot of hair um, so also I was out on a vacation and I, um, I don't know why, but I remember the thing about witch balls and that you need to have them given to you by a fellow witch. And I don't know why that sticks in my head. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, cause I know many moons ago we talked about witch balls cause I have one and it was given to me by someone who isn't a witch, um, at all. She just brought it to my birthday party and was like, I saw this and I thought of you. And so now you can have it. And she wasn't even that close of a friend. So I clearly needed this witch ball. Um, but this witch ball I got for Diana is when I see her, I think fire always. The connection I have with her is fire. When we connect, it is the path that fire burns for me. That is how I connect with her. And so this witch ball is reds and oranges and it sort of looks like it has waves on it. It is very much for me. It's a Diana thing. So, and as soon as I opened it, I was
0: like, oh, fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, so I put that witch ball on my altar and when we were setting up my altar last night and then I fire is like, I need you to light. I need you to put three candles that lead up to that. I need a path that leads to the witch ball and the witch ball is mine. And so I was like, (laughs) okay, so when we were starting this today, fire was like, I need you to light me and I need you to light the candle in the money bowl too. Okay. So we lit the money bowl and the three, uh, pathway. Pathway and um yeah, it's going strong.
1: Yeah, it's
0: awesome. You like being protected. Um well, I feel like that I just wanted to share some of your story, talk a little bit more. I was really intrigued about that. Okay, so in my mind that Jamaica trip mm. because this is how my mind works. Okay. I created a scenario. All right. So, the reason Sean didn't want you and this is this is why I want to talk about it because in my mind the reason Sean didn't want you to put them in your bag was because you guys were in Jamaica and what if some shit went down and they saw that you had tarot cards you got in trouble. But no, it was just, oh shit, you didn't, I didn't know you knew that I had these cards. And he's like, yeah,
1: but in my... He didn't want them to get wet and get ruined. That was his whole thought process. That is
0: so sweet. It was. He's was looking out for you. It was. You need like
1: a, next time you go
0: traveling with your cards, you need like a waterproof thing or like a sandwich baggie
1: possibly i think the whole point again i don't believe in coincidences the whole reason i thought i should bring tarot cards on a cruise in a tiny cabin with my husband and try to hide that how the fuck was that gonna work
0: you thought you had a thing that we think of as personal space
1: i yes but when you're married and you're living on a boat for seven days you don't have personal space and he found them and i i when also,
0: did he, did he tell you, like, hey, no, I found them our, our first yeah. afternoon.
1: I was looking for my sweater. How did not, that go?
0: Not really sure how he found them because we did not share bags. This is where I'm like, yeah. he wanted to wear your underwear while you I were don't, around? What happened? I don't know. He Just sh- kidding, Sean. That does not help us in operation
1: make Sean love me again. That's true. That <laughs> is true. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I found them. But, again, the whole point of that, obviously, because I did not read while we were on the trip. There was no time at all where I felt, Ooh, I should pull up my cards and I should do a reading. Yes. The but... whole point was so that Sean could tell me he knew mm-hmm. and that I could tell him that was like, again, this is how my guides work. They're like, Oh, you're not listening. We're going to shove this door open now. And that's how that worked out.
0: Didn't I mention that earlier when I said that that's how they worked? I'm like,
1: well, that's how they work now. That is how they always work. I, but okay. So you no, know, you were making a point is that when I'm here, we're openly talking and I'm openly oh, saying, I get you. Oh my God. Yes. I hear you. Um, I try not to be quite so vocal at home because it's not quite as open. I get it. So that's the version that you can be here, but not the ver. I get it. I get it. So when I'm home by myself or I'm home with my kids, it's kind of an open conversation. When Sean is around, it is not an open conversation because he is uncomfortable, and I don't want to purposefully make him uncomfortable. He's completely accepting of my time when I go into my sacred space. He's accepting of when I read my cards in the morning before I go to work. He... He's accepting that that's your thing, but he's not
0: comfortable with it being so out in the front, knowing what's happening.
1: Right. I don't. And well, that, and that might be changing because he, you know, if he sees me reading, he says, okay, well, so what's going on? When he told me you were going to do the podcast. I did. What was his response? Can't wait to hear your episode. No, No, there was no response. Got it. I have mentioned it two or three times and there just has been no response. It. Which is fine. He does not have to be involved in this. Oh, of course. He just needs to be acknowledging. He just needs to understand that this is where his wife stands. And that is not to say that he does not, like, when he goes out and he finds a cool rock, like, he brought me my first hagstone. It wasn't, it's not like he doesn't accept those things. He just I think it's one of those things that he accepts so long as I'm home in my box and not uh, starting a podcast to represent my path Gotcha.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> to each their own. This is not something that I would do. I am a very solitary witch. I practice magic with you. That yes. is, that's, that's when I, I don't do it with other people. For other people. um, If someone were to ask me to read for them, that would be fine. But I don't, it's not a business I run. I don't offer it to random people. And I, I don't read for people. Right. My my niece asked me to read for her once, and it was very... Which niece? One I know?
0: I only have... One I
1: know with a flower name? Yes. Fuck no, you're not reading that bitch. Oh, no. Her younger sister. Oh, okay. Not... Good God, no. I was Too like, much you are energy. not
0: tapping into that fucking energy. Fuck no.
1: God no. Um. She's got a f- weird fucking kooky niece. Yes. So, no, my... My younger niece. Okay. Um, but it's very weird to read for someone who is looking for the follow this path, pick this flower, say this thing, do this. So when you read for them and it's not that, they're like, oh, well, this was stupid. And it was that kind of energy. Oh, and I, I want you to do my specific thing, my
0: specific way. Spirit doesn't work that way. Spirit says, this is the fucking message I have for you.
1: Yeah, that, yeah. And so she wasn't old enough to accept that. And she just, again, wanted a specific you know, you're going to be married. You're going to have three kids. He's going to be tall, dark, and handsome, and he's going to support you for the rest of your life. That is not the kind of read that I give you. That is a fake reading. That is not something I can do for you. <laughs> um, so you just didn't read? No, I read for her. Oh. I told her the message, but she's young, and it was not what she wanted. Got it. Yeah.
0: You. She wasted your time. Yes. Got it.
1: Yes. But family, so you do the things and whatever. Well, and I think
0: it's funny that... You can tell the public that you're a witch. We went to the pizza place. And can yeah. you tell me, we didn't get into the in-depth story of that. We
1: just got into the the so it's creepy we, tattoo guy. Okay, so it was Friday the 13th, right? And um, I've always felt that Friday the 13th is a special day. Yes. I Not, you know, special, ooh, I'm going to have birthday candles and magic and shit. But just, like, it wasn't a bad day. However, the world does go crazy. And I acknowledge that, especially, you know, full moon, same thing. I don't feel that the, it does make me a little weird, but it doesn't, it makes everybody crazy. Right. It is what it is. So, um, I wanted, I took myself out to dinner to the place where my children work. Um, cause you know, there's like three restaurants and only one of them is open in my town. Um, and. He was outside, and apparently he was singing the little, the Jason song, the ee, ee, ee
0: ah, ah, ah yeah. kind of deal.
1: And i was like, I didn't even hear him, but he's like, oh, I didn't mean to scare you. I'm like, you didn't scare me. He's like, well, it's Friday the 13th. I'm like, yeah, and? He's like, well, you know, it's that day. I'm like, nope, it's been a great day for me. He's like, for you? And I'm like, well, yeah. He goes, what are you, um, Italian? Now, I have no fucking clue what Italian would have anything to do with Friday the 13th, but I'm like, no, I'm a witch. And I walked in the restaurant. And I have never done that. I have never not once said out loud to anyone who wasn't in my immediate sphere that that's where I identify. Right. Never once. And he's like, you're a witch. And he follows me into the restaurant and he's doing his thing. So then he proceeds to tell... Not only the people sitting at the bar next to me, but the rest of the crew that's there. And then there proceeds to be this whole conversation about it. He's like, are you cursing me in Latin? I'm like, first of all, I don't know Latin, so that will not be happening. Secondly, I wouldn't waste the energy to curse you because that is a lot of energy.
0: Was this before or after said person, tattooed child?
1: Oh, after. After. This was many, many days after. You should have been like, absolutely, I did. Because you, I told him if I was going to curse you, it would be in Gay because that's the new language I'm learning. Yeah, And that's where I went with that. And then there proceeded to be this conversation, like the chicken at the behind the bar. She was like, I think that you were a gypsy, a traveling gypsy. I go, why? She goes, well, you're red hair and you like to travel. Like, don't tell me you wouldn't love just this awesome. Um, I don't want to say trailer, but, uh, Oh, yeah, like a traveling, traveling trailer. The thing, yes, the thing. She goes oh, like, next to the river. I'm like, oh, no, I would absolutely love that. See, traveling gypsy. And then there proceeded to be this conversation. The guy next to me is like, cool. And he was going off about this thing, and he's like, he's telling the chick next to him. He's like, well, you know, don't worry about it. you got this traveling gypsy witch right here. She can help you out. It was just like this whole conversation. Never in my life have I experienced that. It was very funny. I love this for you. And so they went and I had to go tell my kids. I'm like, by the way, I just told this creepy Rob guy, and that's what we call him, creepy Rob guy, um, that I was a witch. And my daughter goes, I already told him that I was one. And if he didn't fucking back off, I was going to curse him. I was like, okay, good to know. Good for her for saying that after creepy Rob botched a tattoo on her in an apartment that took him six hours. Right. Super creepy all by itself. So, yeah. Um, that was my experience the
0: mental image that you gave me of this character and the thought of him singing the jason song is (laughs) fucking terrifying because i link that together with the closed locked apartment door and you having tattoo needles and it's all together in my mind as one event
1: okay so it's not one event but (laughs) and the guy is not like you would come near him and know that he has weird fucking vibes because i'm like elise just having looked at this guy why would you go anywhere with him and we had that whole conversation, so she's very aware of how I feel about this. But he's like that—I don't know—the word "Jerry Curl" comes to mind. Do you remember? This is—and again, I'm old, so I way know back what a Jerry when, Curl is. So it's all—it's all like short hair, but it's not like buzzed, and it's all very curly. Mm-hmm. But he's white, mm-hmm. apparently Italian. Not sure how that correlates. And he's short, so he's not at all intimidating. So In fact, my Ted Bundy. So like my daughter, who is. Couldn't possibly be 105 pounds, even if she was holding weights. Um, she was like, don't worry about it, Mom. I could totally have taken him. So there you are. He's, yeah. It wasn't a threat of any kind. She was not worried. And I'm just like, but you never know. He could have totally drugged you with a needle, and then you could have been dead. Or Yes,
0: you were trusting him with a needle near your vein. You don't know that he wasn't going to quit.
1: Maybe he uses the needle, and you're not paying attention, and he stabs you with some weird something with pentothal I just don't know that word but there you are you
0: are a small person and you could easily be manhandled absolutely she is scrappy I will give her that um yes she believes in her own protection magic and strength and she has that going for her she just went on a road trip to New Mexico yes and stopped to see me for my birthday for I think about three hours two hours she was on a mission She was on a mission, and we were like, everybody was like, hey, you shouldn't go. You should rest. And she was, no, 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 I'm good. I gotta go. I have energy drinks, and I will travel. She told me, I drive the best at night. I am a night owl. I stay awake, and I, as somebody who cannot see driving during the day, (laughs) I, driving at night, I'm like, I have
1: anxiety. Stay the night. She would not. She is young and was on a mission. She did make it safely, for those of you who are worried. She has basically... Just been laying in bed for the last seven days and apparently is very happy about that. I have my own opinions, but it is her life and she is an adult person, sort of.
0: (laughs) And the Morrigan, when she faces her, will help snap her out of that, I'm sure. Oh, when reality
1: hits, it's going to be really
0: uncomfortable. There will be less of the energy that you carry of, I don't, I'm not going to do that because I'm certain in the path that I'm in and she will get more of the, holy fuck, you're kicking my ass.
1: yes. I have no doubt that that is still forthcoming. I have been avoiding my path for some time now. Yes. So
0: you've got wrapping this up. You are working on keeping your craft to yourself because you are solitary. Yes. But sharing your gifts with everybody around you and enjoying when people know about you being a witch and talking with you
1: about that because it's cool. But you're (laughs) solitary. sounds like you are very subtle. (laughs) Well, let's not forget the fact that I'm supposed to be writing a book that I have not been writing. Oh, I need everybody. I need you (laughs) guys to put your energy into this.
0: So, Ryan is, you are a scholar. You read, (laughs) uh, that is my term for you. She is always researching. She is the oracle of Google, and... You read books. You've always got an answer for a thing. You will find the answer for a thing. You are a researcher. She needs to be writing books. And she's been working on a book. And then she... she
1: I, have, I have several, actually.
0: Yes. And there are chapters. And she'll send me chapters. i am be like, okay, I'm going to work on it. Well, I haven't read anything new. Well, <laughs> I... And I'm like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. So if everybody could just put their energy into this at the end and just out loud, Ryan is going to write her fucking book. <laughs> And be a published author. And I don't care if it sits on these shelves at Dollar Tree. It is. You are fucking writing your book. Well, thank you. And everybody that doesn't speak that out can have a cactus shoved (laughs) up their ass. Well, that sounds really uncomfortable. (laughs) So, like we talked about, how we don't want to be threatened and intimidated in our practice, right? But here you go,
1: shove cactuses, right? So that's what I'm saying is, I am actively not every time you read for me. It's all, oh look, you're supposed to be following this path. Oh look, you're gonna do this thing. So, yes, I'm, I it it actually doesn't go away. It just gets pushed further
0: out. Well, it's just funny time. because for so many years it was you're going to have a crossroad and you're going to have
1: oh a my path God. you could
0: take oh, and there's yeah. going to be some things that could happen and there could be this. And now it's
1: like there's a path you could write a fucking book. Yeah, I know. It's very <laughs> blatant now. <laughs> you could do this thing that you're doing. Just do it. Yes. Yeah.
0: I love that that is in your future because I see it so clearly. I'm just waiting for you to... I know. You'll be like 85 and you'll finally get it done and
1: I'll be like, God I like, knew she was going to do it. <laughs> let's hope I actually pull my head out of my ass long before then. Yes. You could be having
0: a Stephanie Meyer moment.
1: I could be. I totally could Not be.
0: Twinkly Vampires. No. Because not... you're better than Twinkly yes, Vampires. I am.
1: And you're better than
0: goddamn stupid Edward who can't get... Okay. We need we are switching gears real quick okay okay i I was like while we're winding down we're ramping back up right fucking edward edward reading the book as as a teenager i was like (laughs) it is so cute that he loves her so much right reading the books and seeing the movies as an adult i'm like you are a little bitch have
1: you read the one from his point of view no oh my god he is such a bitch
0: I have not read. I don't know if I could emotionally handle it.
1: You can't because it's I terrible. am
0: trying to.
1: And if Stephanie Myers is listening, I want to tell you they're amazing written, well done books. Just Edwards a pitch. Just there we are.
0: Yes, they are amazingly written, and I love Rob Pants. <laughs> but it's the, um, it's the I love you so much that I can't love you at all, and I'll kill myself, and I will leave you here, and. Do you love me? It's okay for you to hang out with your friend, but I'm going to be here and I'm going to defend you. And I just can't.
1: You don't like the back and forth.
0: I don't like the back and forth. I, I just
1: can't handle. No. So I am that friend who, when these books came out, Diana, she's like, I want to hang out. I'm like, okay, but I'm reading all weekend. She did not think that I was serious. I literally read all weekend. That became our thing. I ate and I read. She ate, she slept, she read. (laughs) Yeah, all weekend. And today we—it's what we did today. We, we read. read
0: and we just sat. And um, yes. yes, my husband came back and said, "What is this? A library?" And we said, "Yes." Shh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Um, nope. I'm gonna need the men in your books to be a little less bitchy.
1: Um, I, I, I know that these people cannot see me and they do not know me, but I do not do pansy ass men. That is not something that happens at all. My men are not pansies. I'm just making sure you don't write them that way. They're a little have a little bit of toxic ma- toxic masculinity going on, but there are no pansies. <laughs> There's definitely some back and forth though, because it is a book, and you have to have angst. Right. Yes. Yes. And you have met some of the characters, and you already don't like them. <laughs> this is true.
0: To defend myself, I don't like most. I don't like most men. <laughs> <laughs> No, Mm -hmm. that's not true. I just am, um, I like connecting with people and I like different personalities and I like having control over the different personalities. And when someone else is writing it and I am absorbing the whole book and I like certain things, I can't escape the fuckery.
1: No, you You can't. I can't. Also, you're not in my head, so you don't know how the book ends. Exactly, which so, is yes. why you have to write it. Yes. So yes. you know, <laughs> back to we, that. None of us
0: know how the book ends. No. They don't know how the book begins. No. Um, with that being said, and all of our chaos, I think that this was amazing. Yeah. I am. This turned out incredible. Um, I just so you guys know, almost shit myself uh, forty minutes ago because <laughs> this is the first time that I have recorded with somebody in person. And we are sharing anyways, um, recording from my phone directly instead of this being a call. And all of a sudden it said, you are done recording. And I said, (laughs) no, no, I'm not. And it wouldn't upload for us. And here we are. So we overcame technical difficulties tonight. We did. Um, and we learned some things and here we are. Good. I'm going to let us get out of here before we die of heat stroke. (laughs) Okay. All right. Bye guys. Thank you so much.